0: Hello, welcome uh, back to episode epiphany or episode epiphanies. We still haven't hammered out the exact name yet. This is a show where two people with very different tastes in TV shows make each other uh, watch shows that they like and try to make the other person have an epiphany about that show and that type of show. My name is Natasha and I pretty much exclusively watch cartoons. And this is Jesse, And I pretty much exclusively watch dramas and comedies. Anything live action. Yeah, pretty much cartoons versus live action is uh, <laughs> what we're doing here. Um, and this week I made Jesse Watch um, arguably one of the most iconic cartoons within the last decade. I actually forgot to look up exactly what year this show came out. Give me one second. By iconic, do you mean deeply disturbing? No, I mean iconic. <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay, 2010. So, So the last, I guess, technically more than a decade at this point, but basically the last decade. Yes, I made Jesse watch the pilot, well, the first two episodes of Adventure Time uh, Slumber Party Panic and Trouble in Lumpy Space. Not the original pilot from like pre 2010, but like the first two actual episodes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Still going with Deeply Disturbing. Anyways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, the, I know that Jesse's scared of Adventure Time, and I don't quite know why, so I'm very excited to dig into that today. <laughs>
1: Okay, so the first two episodes weren't as scary as I remember Adventure Time being the first time I, like, watched a clip of it. Mm-hmm. I still don't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just jumping straight ahead to the did you enjoy it?
1: Just, like, oh. All right. Anyways, we'll get into that. Uh-huh. Let me tell you what happens in episode one. hmm hmm Okay, so it starts right away with, like, Princess Bubblegum and Finn trying to bring candy people back to life. Mm -hmm. And her experiment goes wrong. And all of these people are like addicted to sugar. So they're going to attack the candy kingdom and they're like zombies or whatever. Yeah. They're (laughs) zombies. Yeah. So she makes everyone in the whole kingdom come to her castle for a sleepover. (laughs) So they'll be safe because apparently you can't tell candy people scary things or they explode. Uh huh. Which, okay. (laughs) Fine. Fine. Uh, Finn makes a royal promise to not tell anyone what's going on, mm-hmm. and uh, Jake really wants to know what's going on. Yeah. But they play truth or dare. This is part of what makes this really <laughs> uncomfortable for me. <laughs> but anyways, they play truth or dare. And uh, Jake dares Finn to tell him what's up, basically, mm-hmm. and Finn takes socks off of his ears and throws them. I don't understand why he's wearing socks on his ears. Wait, did he take them off of his ears? I thought he took them off his feet. Maybe he does. It was a very like quick clip, and to me it looked like he just pulled them off of his ears, or like I mean,
0: the things on his head. Maybe he just had them in his backpack. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, that's not better. <laughs> I don't know. I assumed he took them off his feet, but I wasn't like i i'd have to rewatch that clip maybe he
1: did maybe he did take them off his feet and i'm dragging him for no reason
0: (laughs) i mean it's a cartoon i feel like sometimes it's hard to tell what's happening
1: (laughs) that's true anyways jake gets suspicious because apparently his socks smell like one of the zombies who jake knows is dead which is wild on every single level but whatever
0: (laughs) he's a dog he has good smell he has a good sense of smell
1: How do you know what a specific person who died smells like? Like, how long ago did this guy die? I don't
0: know. It could have been recent. Fine. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Cartoon logic. God. Okay.
1: And then to distract Jake, Finn tells him to play Seven Minutes in Heaven, which is... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just skipping that for a second. We'll get there. We'll come back to that. And then Finn is like, wait, what do I do? All these zombies are coming. The zombies are super close to the castle. So he blindfolds everyone and tells them they're going to smash pinatas and then lets the zombies in and everyone just goes ham on these zombies yeah. while they're blindfolded, which is actually sick as hell. <laughs> uh, but then he breaks the royal promise by telling Jake what happened, because all the zombies were dead, and he thought it didn't matter anymore. And then these giant gumball things come, and like, tell him that he has to do a trial by fire, and Princess Bubblegum is like, wait, no, not that. So then it's math, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he has to know what 2 plus 2 is, which he does, which, thank God, I have no idea how old this kid's supposed to be, but... I think he's supposed to be like 13 or something. Well, he was playing 7 Minutes in Heaven, so I hope he's at least 13. (laughs) I mean, he didn't play it.
0: Uh, he Jake made played. someone else play it, so... Jake's older than him. Jake's like an adult. Jake's ha- Jake has kids later in the show. Okay, it is weirder if
1: Jake is an adult <laughs> and he just shoved him into a random closet and told him to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. You understand that that's weirder than a 13-year-old doing that to
0: another 13-year-old, yes? I mean, the the Rainicorn that he puts him in the closet with is is Jake's girlfriend, so... But how am
1: I supposed to know that from the first episode? It's just kind of like, just go in there with this unicorn. What the fuck? Bye. That's fair. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, the math question, the answer is four. And Princess Bubblegum is like, oh, my God, four is the number that's been missing for my serum that, like, was supposed to save people but made zombies. Mm -hmm. So she fixes the serum and then she saves everyone. And they're all fine. And she tries to tell Finn, like... Not to break promises or whatever, which should be, like, the lesson of the mm-hmm. episode. And then Finn just, like, does not get it, which is actually really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's just like, nope, breaking promises is cool. Gotta fight all these people because I broke a promise. Breaking promises is cool as hell. And that's the end of episode one. hmm So, before we go on to episode two... Uh-huh. I feel like this episode is a very good description of why this show deeply disturbs me. (laughs) And it's because I have no idea what the fuck the target audience is. Because it looks like a children's cartoon. Uh Uh-huh. Like, the art style is very bright. It looks like something children would sit down with and it would, like, catch their attention. Like, not, like, young children, but, like, still children. Yeah. But it has the, like cadence of a Boy Meets World episode. And I know that's a wild thing to say, but what I mean is that when characters play truth or dare and their first dare is essentially, hey, take off your clothes, Mm -hmm. I expect it to be a Boy Meets World episode where everyone's like, kind of uncomfortable and, like, not there yet and it's like, oh, like, that was weird and scandalous and we're gonna teach these teenagers about, like, boundaries and stuff like that. Except Mm -hmm. it doesn't do that and Mm -hmm. it just barrels past it and it's so
0: weird and uncomfortable. That's so funny because the thing about Adventure Time and a lot of other Cartoon Network cartoons that came after is, like, technically the target audience is children like they're they're children's cartoons and lots of children watch them and stuff but they're also like a lot of adults and teenagers also watch it and i feel like it's one of those things that just has kind of like a dual target audience but okay
1: but like you see this with like disney movies all the time people are like disney put in this joke But most of those jokes are, like, so far over a person's head that, like, it would be really hard to get. Like, I watched Two and a Half Men when I was 10 because I didn't get any of it. Mm -hmm. Right? My parents didn't care. It didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. But, like, Adventure Time is, like, right in that zone of, like, Mm -hmm. if a 10-year-old was watching this, they would know what that meant. Yeah, but, like... like, (laughs) You shouldn't be watching Boy Meets World when you're 10, but you probably are because, like, it came out a million years ago and the first season is aimed that young. Yeah,
0: exactly. I've never watched Boy Meets World, so this comparison is very lost on me. Okay. Why this <laughs> <laughs> well, made me think of this is because there's specifically an episode of Boy Meets World
1: that's about Seventh Heaven and, like, seven mm-hmm. minutes in seven heaven. Seventh Heaven. is Heaven. I was like, what show. <laughs> No, seven minutes in heaven, Mm -hmm. where, like, the premise is, like, Corey gets put in the closet and, like, is really afraid of, like, having to do something, so people Mm -hmm. think he's cool and, like, he's not ready yet, right? Yeah. And it just made me think of that, and I'm like, I feel like there should be, like, this, like, after-school special lesson in this cartoon, and there's just
0: not, and... (laughs) It's so funny that you think that because, like, Adventure Time is a, is, is not – like, I feel like it's even de- demonstrated in this episode where, like, it kind of jokingly tries to have a lesson at the end about, like, and this is why you should keep your promises and then completely subverts that. And it's like, Adventure Time is not a show about, like, teaching kids lessons. Like – you could definitely argue that there are some good lessons and stuff that happen in Adventure Time, like, through the plot later on, but, like, it's very much, especially the early episodes, just about being weird and random and strange and funny and not about, like, having
1: (laughs) educational moments. But, like, it doesn't have to be educational. I just feel like
0: it went too far, like, right away. That's so... It's so funny to me that you think that, like... Truth or Dare and Seven Minutes in Heaven is too far. <laughs> okay, first of all, truth or dare in
1: general as a game is not too far. The mm-hmm. very first dare being take off your clothes is too far. But it's
0: addressed at a muffin man taking that off his muffin wrapper. like doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but that's like why it's, it's funny. And like to a, a kid that's just like, haha. Um, a muffin took off his muffin wrapper and to an adult or, like, a teenager, it's like, oh, I kind of get the joke there that it's, like, c- like comparable to a person taking their clothes off, but nothing, like, genuinely scandalous or upsetting happens. It's just, like, funny. It upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> okay? It's a- genuinely upsetting like, to me, personally. Oh, It's so tame and it's so funny to me that you think it's upsetting. <laughs> it's, like,
1: I can't explain it. It's, like, the Glee problem of, like, Glee isn't trying to be an after-school special, Mm -hmm. but it goes too far to not drive a point home, and when it doesn't drive the point home, it's really uncomfortable.
0: See, I feel like this is not going far, though. (laughs) It's not, like... It just... I. Yeah, I don't like it. That's fair. That's fair. I don't see it, but I, but that's fair.
1: I understand where you're coming from. Like, yes, it is a cupcake, and the cupcake takes off the wrapper, and it's like, oh, I didn't know you were a chocolate cupcake, and, like, whatever. But at the same time, my brain is like, what? <laughs>
0: and why is Seven Minutes in Heaven in a kids' show? Because kids know what that is. But, like... <laughs> like, you think the kids at a slumber party don't do
1: exactly this? I'm sorry, have you played Seven Minutes in Heaven in your life?
0: No, but I feel like <laughs> I knew about what it was when I was, like, ten. Yeah, I mean, probably, but <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> that's that's fair. I feel like it, was, it would maybe be weirder if they had, like, Shown it or like shoved two child characters in there or something, but, they but how do you know they're not children? The episode just starts. I I guess I guess I can't divorce it from what I know of Adventure Time already, and like I know that Jake is an adult. I know that Jake and Lady Rainicorn literally have children in a later episode. Like they're definitely adults, but. I don't know. I don't know. I still feel like even if they were kids, like it's not like they show them making out or anything <laughs> bad happens. They literally just go in the closet for the convenient plot device of Jake coming out of the closet later and being like, "Oh, there's zombies here." Fine,
1: but that is my complaint. Okay.
0: <laughs> and okay. We're moving on to episode 2, where this complaint continues. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm very excited. I'm excited. This is so not what I was expecting you to have issue with.
1: It's not what I had issue with. Like, the first time I ever saw something from it.
0: Mm, okay. We'll get to that, then. So,
1: episode two. Mm-hmm. My first note here is just Finn is supposed to be a human.
0: Yeah, he's Finn the human. He's the only human. That's his whole thing. He doesn't look human, even, like, remotely. But well, whatever. Well, it's a cartoon. It's a it's a
1: cartoon, whatever, but that's my very first note. <laughs> Uh, so it starts at a tea party where they're, like, bouncing in marshmallows and trying mm-hmm. to drink tea in the mm-hmm. air, which is actually pretty funny. <laughs> and there's a lumpy space princess there. Yes. Who they call LSP, which is, like, not distinguishable enough from LSD. Oh, yeah. That's 100% <laughs> the
0: joke that they're making.
1: That joke I'm, like, pretty okay with because, like, a child isn't getting that. Exactly. So anyways, LSP bites Jake, so mm-hmm. Jake starts turning lumpy, because apparently it's a werewolf rules, which, mm-hmm. fine, <laughs> it's your role, that's cartoon, I don't care. So to get the antidote to be for becoming lumpy, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the more I say lumpy, the worse this is going to be. <laughs> they have to go to lumpy space and drink the antidote by sunset, or drink um Mm, quote-unquote take the antidote or jake will be lumpy forever which like doesn't seem like a huge problem but whatever (laughs) so they have to go through a portal and the portal is like inside a frog which is i mean okay why not yeah i mean there's no reason it can't be inside a frog i (laughs) guess i guess anyways (laughs) the antidote is at make out point Uh uh-huh We've been through
0: this already, so I'm just going to say that and move on. But again, nothing happens. It's not like they're showing people making out. It's just the joke and the absurdity of the situation. It's such a weird joke to make. Why? Because it's just... (laughs) The whole, like, Lumpy Space Kingdom is just a big parody of, like, teen culture. And I feel like that's the most, like... Silly teen thing of, like, ooh, it's Makeout Point and we're going to the prom and stuff. It's prom coming. Sorry, prom coming. Weekly prom coming.
1: Weekly prom coming. Which is actually very good. hmm I'm not saying there aren't moments. Um, <laughs> anyways, LSP is, like, banned from using the royal car because she yelled at her mom and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) So, they call Melissa for help, and Melissa's like, it's weekly prom coming night, which distracts all his so Finn, like, steals the phone to get Melissa to drive them to make out point. Mm Mm-hmm. Again, her car license plate is sexy lump. Uh Uh-huh. Kids
0: know the word sexy.
1: I know, it's just, I don't... Ugh. (laughs) I don't like it, Okay. (laughs) This is so funny to me. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Anyways. So Finn and Jake have this dramatic moment in the back of the car where Jake's like, I want you to know if I don't get the antidote. And Finn jumps right to like, oh, don't worry, I'll kill you. Yeah. And Jake's like, what? Sorry? No. Like, just, like, I'll just be lumpy. Mm -hmm. Which was good because it was getting, like, weirdly body shamey there
0: for a second. That's interesting because I feel like maybe it's not clear until later in the episode, but like I don't think it's so much that they have a problem with like physically being lumpy. It's they have a problem with him turning into the type of person that LSP is, as we see later. Is what happens when you get lumpy?
1: (laughs) Yes, one hundred percent. Once you're at this point, that point, Mm -hmm. I got that. Mm -hmm. There is nothing before
0: that that would indicate that's what they're afraid of. That's true. That's true. I that is fair. And I do I do love that Jake is just like, just, just be cool with it. And Finn's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to kill you? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: also very good. So everyone keeps being weird about Makeout Point, which is mm-hmm. like, whatever. It's called Makeout Point. <laughs> you should be weird about it. <laughs> and they say that the people who have the antidotes are smooth posers. So they want to be smooth, but they're mm-hmm. lumpy and they're smooth mm-hmm. posers. Whatever. And LSP insults them, so they won't give the antidote, even though they were going to. And there's this, like, weird emotional moment where they're, like, talking about their friendship and, like, not letting people down and whatever. And it's kind of hard to follow because it's kind of directed between LSP and Finn. And then, like, Jake gets in there and is like, Finn has never let me down and then becomes lumpy and goes after LSP. (laughs) And then Finn freaks out, so the smooth posers come back because they dig his directionless (laughs) fury, which is very teen lingo. Love Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So he gets the antidote, and he needs to go to prom coming to save Jake, but prom coming is like down this hill, and he can't get there unless he becomes lumpy himself so he can float. (laughs) So he lets one of the smooth posers bite him so he can become lumpy and jump down to prom coming. And they go to prom. Yeah. Once they're fully lumpy, they want to be lumpy. So they just kind of like have this weird fight where they like accidentally fall in the antidote and become (laughs) smooth. And then they're both smooth again and they have a dance and the episode ends. Yeah. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, that, that's
0: it. That's the first two episodes of Adventure Time. It's interesting because I feel like those two episodes are simultaneously a very good example of the tone of this show, but also completely don't give you a good perspective on how big this show gets or how... Like, there's... The world of Adventure Time is very interesting and actually has, like, a lot of plot and lore and interesting stuff that, like doesn't really start until, like, later on. Like, I don't remember exactly when, but, like, later seasons definitely lean into that more. And you, like, definitely don't get a sense of that from the first two episodes. But I feel like the, like, silly, random, over-the-top tone of it kind of sticks around throughout. So I feel like you still get, like, a sense of, like, the vibe of the show from these first two episodes.
1: I feel, I feel like I know the vibe. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's not a bad story, I'm not saying it didn't have its moments, I'm just saying
0: I don't like it. That's fair. I fully didn't expect you to, knowing you. I would have been shocked if you watched these two episodes that came out of it being like, I loved it! (laughs) Valid. Yeah, I was gonna say, my first question is, what did you think of it? I feel like we've already kind of covered that. We've covered that pretty thoroughly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, okay, uh, we have, guess my favorite character slash my favorite ship. Have we met your
1: favorite character?
0: We have met my favorite character.
1: Is your favorite character Princess Bubblegum?
0: No, although I do like her you a lot. Are sure? She's amazing. Is it Finn? My favorite character is Finn. Okay. This is one of those shows where just uh, the main character is my favorite character. I just, I really like Finn. I really like who he becomes and how he like evolves over the show. He's just a good little kid. I just love Finn. <laughs> Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have nothing against
1: him as a person.
0: Yeah. Well, also the first two episodes, I feel like you don't get the, you know, he's just a, he's just a goofy kid. Yeah. He, he gets more cool stuff as the show goes on. I also have, okay, my favorite ship slash guess the canon gaze uh Is the same uh, overlaps. Question. Yeah. <laughs> because it's
1: Princess Bubblegum and the goth vampire girl whose name I don't know.
0: Marceline the Vampire Queen. Marceline the Vampire Queen. That's fun to mm-hmm. say. Yes, I don't remember when you meet her. It's I think it's in season 1. It might be in season 2. It's a little bit later. I'm sad she's not in the first couple episodes, but she's in it pretty early on. Her chemistry with Bubblegum is in it really early on. People shipped them really early on and then they did become canon in later seasons.
1: I am proud of Adventure Time for having canon gaze in it as a cartoon. Very good mm-hmm. of them.
0: Yes, they were one of the earlier ones too. I think Kurosami came before before Bubbling being canon but like, I don't remember I, I honestly don't remember exactly at what point it became like canon canon as opposed to like kind of implied because it was very much implied earlier on but like yeah. It's still, like, a recent one, and if you take into consideration, like, the time that it was implied and, like, retroactively consider that canon, it's pretty early. It's interesting, too, because they they get an interesting story. It's not just like, oh, they fell in love and kissed. It's like, they dated, and they were exes, and they had a really complicated relationship, and, like, there's a, there's a like, an interesting story there that's more complex than just, like, we fell in love, which is also cool and good, but, like, I like that that there is a lot of Story between them. Yeah. Because they're both extremely old beings who've existed (laughs) since the apocalypse, which happened long ago. It's a whole thing. Of course. Why wouldn't I have assumed that about them? (laughs) Why wouldn't you assume that Adventure Time takes place in a post apocalyptic future after there was a giant nuclear fallout and the world was mostly destroyed and then a bunch of candy people and vampires and stuff? took over the world and a bunch of stuff happened.
1: So basically you're telling me Adventure Time is a YA novel.
0: Adventure Time is a YA novel, exactly. <laughs> <Okay. Yes. laughs> you know what? A YA
1: novel can have seven minutes and heaven in it. That's fine.
0: See, there you go. You just have to consider it a YA novel. Instead of a kid's cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the audience of Adventure Time and the audience of YA novels is very similar.
1: I don't feel like 10-year-old boys watch a lot of YA, read a lot of YA novels. I don't think
0: watch a lot of YA novels either, but who was, would? Fair, but I feel like a lot of the people who read YA novels also watch Adventure Time.
1: Fine. I feel like that's <laughs> a
0: very large overlap you've just given them, but I won't argue it. I don't know. I read YA novels and I watch Adventure Time, and clearly I'm the, the target demographic. <laughs> Obviously as a 25 year old adult.
1: If it's true of you, it's true of everyone. I believe that. Yeah. I, uh,
0: I actually think so. the world
1: would be an amazing place if that was true. Oh, thank you. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's actually been so long since I watched early episodes of Adventure Time that like it was it was fun to go back and watch these early ones. And like it's been so long since I've watched like I watched the last few seasons of Adventure Time kind of recently and I watched like the finale and everything. But like the earlier adventures of episodes of Adventure Time, it's been a long time, so I don't fully remember like how the plot unfolds or like how quickly things unfold, but it's a wild show. It's 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 very good, it's very weird, it's very silly, and part of the reason why I really wanted to make you watch it as an like one of the first episodes is because I feel like it was so influential on the cartoons that have come out in the last 10 years. So many cartoons that have come out, the people who made those cartoons worked on Adventure Time. Like, it's such a long-running show and such a successful show and, like, it's, like, Cartoon Network's baby that, like... I feel like anyone who worked on any Cartoon Network show also worked on Adventure Time and the overlap, like, shows in, like, the humor and the art style and everything of, like, a lot of cartoons.
1: That makes me not want to watch any other cartoon, (laughs) but okay. Oh, well, I'm gonna make you watch them anyways. Oh, no. Do you want to hear about the first ever Adventure Time thing I saw?
0: Yes, I want to know.
1: Okay, so I was in high school... Mm-hmm. And the only reason I know that is because I know the girl who showed it to me and I met her in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was this clip that was two lemons in their house <gasps> mm-hmm. playing with, I want to say, a doll. Mm-hmm. And I just remember finding it so like deeply disturbing and terrifying. <gasps> uh-huh.
0: I know. I know what you're talking about.
1: And I just... <laughs> I really dislike it. And that's why every time someone says Adventure Time, my brain is like, no. Um,
0: yeah, there's a character in Adventure Time named Grab, who is one of my favorite characters in Adventure Time. And he has just an absolutely wild story arc. He's like, I, he was like created by Princess Bubblegum, I, I believe. And like, he's just a really interesting character. And he at one point like leaves and starts his own Lemon people or something. Man, it's been way too long since I watched this. I don't remember exactly, but uh, all of the lemon grab stuff and all of the like lemon hope and all of that is very strange and I could see how maybe some people wouldn't like it. I think it's some of the best parts of Adventure Time. <laughs> but, you know, I could see that. It's
1: weird. It's really weird. Mhm. Mhm. And I remember finding it really
0: creepy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny cuz I've been watching Adventure Time like, since 2010. Like, I I remember, it must have been 2010, maybe it was 2011, but, like, early on, my brother found Adventure Time, and he stayed up all night. It was the first night that he ever pulled an all-nighter. He (laughs) he stayed up all night watching every episode of Adventure Time that was currently out, which at the time was probably only, like, 10, 20 episodes. I don't know. How did that take him all night? Well, maybe it was more than 10, but, like, it was, like, a season of adventure time um and he was watching on his little ipod touch and he watched it all in one night and then the next day he showed it to me and we watched adventure time ever since (laughs) amazing family trauma (laughs) not trauma it's good (laughs) sure i just will never watch this show again that's fair. I don't. I didn't expect you to, but I'm glad that I got you to watch the first part and to hear your opinions about it.
1: I'm glad that you're glad that you're now part of, like, one of the most deeply traumatic moments of my life. I
0: feel like I made it better, though, because you said this wasn't as traumatic <laughs> as the clip that you watched before. Okay, to
1: be fair, it wasn't as scary. I mm-hmm. still found it very uncomfortable.
0: I I'm so excited to show you more cartoons, because... Your perspective on them is so different from mine and from most of my friends who also watch cartoons quite a bit.
1: I am aware
0: that it is, like,
1: low-key weird that I have this response to Adventure Time. But I think it's because it just, like, I just don't like... No, that's fair. I Anything I've seen that's, like, aimed at this age group that has, like, themes that would go into, like... Seven Minutes in Heaven, for example, <laughs> deals with it so differently that watching things that, like, are just, like, this is a joke makes me go, mm, you're 14. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Which I don't think would have been my reaction if I was 14. hmm Like, I watched
0: Gossip Girl when I was 14, like... I feel like you're watching Adventure Time the way, like, a concerned parent watches Adventure Time, instead of the way a kid does. <laughs>
1: Probably. <laughs> Probably. That seems accurate and valid. Uh,
0: no, it's it's great. I love that you have such a different perspective on cartoons, and I'm so curious to see how you're going to feel about some of my other favorites. Because it's going to be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I feel like most of my other favorites aren't quite as... Weird as Adventure Time.
1: Yeah, I can't say I know all of your favorites, but the ones that I know that are, like, on Netflix don't seem that weird to me.
0: Yeah, I I think Adventure Time definitely leans... And also, like, Adventure Time started in 2010 when, like, random humor was, like, the thing. Like, it does seem very... Mimi. Yeah, it's very Mimi and very, like, random y And I think that's just, like, what was the thing at the time? Um, Whereas I feel like cartoons that came out a little bit later aren't quite that, like, Mimi and random. Um, But that's part of Adventure Time's charm, you know? It does it so well. Charm. (laughs) Yep, we can go with charm. (laughs) Uh, Also, watching these early episodes... Finn sounds so young. He sounds like a little baby. He grows up so much over the course of the show. What am I forcing you to watch against your will? That's the question. What do I have to watch next week that I probably won't enjoy? (laughs) I think I'm going to go with White Collar. Okay.
1: My worry about White Collar was that it's a procedural and Supernatural is kind of a procedural also. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll want to watch more of White Collar. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe White Collar is great. <laughs>
0: That's beside the point. I know very little of White Collar, but I assumed it was a boring, um, like lawyer drama or something. But everyone keeps telling me it's like funny, so maybe I will like it.
1: White Collar, to give you like the tagline logline, mm-hmm. is about. A con artist mm-hmm. who becomes a criminal informant for the FBI, mm-hmm. but continues
0: to be a con artist while doing this. <gasps> that sounds fun. It's very fun, but also, I s- it's still about uh, people being in cops and whatever, and that sounds boring. But maybe it's good. <laughs> like it, it is
1: very loosely about people being cops i understand that like white collar is still kind of a cop show except white collar is
0: almost more of a crime drama than it is a cop show all right well i'm very curious to watch it and see because i've heard a few people talk about white collar i know a few people who've watched it and I I thought it was boring, but now I'm hearing maybe it's fun. So let's I'm excited to find out. <laughs> I think at the very least you will
1: appreciate how well crafted the pilot is. Like the pilot is good.
0: Ooh. Okay. I do appreciate a well-made pilot. I am a fan of a well-made pilot even if it's a show that I'm not interested in. So I will I'm excited for that. I almost wish I liked live action less. I feel like I'm going to be a little more lenient on your shows than you're going to be on mine. <laughs> you do watch live action. I do not watch cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I watch some live action. I do, but yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. All right. So we will
1: see you guys not next week, in two weeks. In a, in a ish, few weeks. Kind of. Eventually, I'll figure
0: out what this outro is. <laughs> Eventually, we'll perfect our intros and outros. But that day is not today because we're not very smart. And as we started to say, I can't remember. What was it? You're smarter than both of us combined. It's true.
1: Bye. Bye, friends.